Blog Talk Radio.
Um, and then I went to Penn State, and I studied business and communications. Um, in the year 2000, I had graduated, and I came to Los Angeles and got into the real estate market and enjoyed it very much. And I was fortunate to have a mentor that was just um, by ha- happenstance, by it was not something that I planned for, but made a huge difference in my understanding of what goes into a real estate transaction as well as how to run a business. Because when I was growing up, my father was not a business person. And which also brings me to today and this year and why I wanted to shift how I'm in service to this world. And I've been fortunate to do multi-million dollar real estate transactions and work with investors both locally in the United States as well as overseas in Asia, whether it's Hong Kong or Taiwan and the uh, in their funds and portfolios and so forth, as well as what it is to, to have a foreign trust, run a foreign trust, and operate underneath private international law, which we can talk about further um, in this in this hour. Sure. Wow. That's fantastic. So, I mean, once again, as a entrepreneur yourself, you grew not only sort of a portfolio, but you also grew, you know, your contact list as well as the kind of level of, or if you will, you know, income level of client that, that and that's a whole nother specialty. And and like you said, you mentioned international laws and all kinds of things that somebody like me, I don't have to think about on a day to day basis. Um, but that's, that's fantastic. So, so you kind of grew from, now, I found something's very interesting about real estate agents, and actually it goes kind of across the board in businesses that they're they have a they have a license, but at the same time they're entrepreneurs because nobody just walks up and hands you the million dollar portfolio. Is that right, Angelina? That that kind of that takes well, time to right, absolutely. And how I started in the real estate business was as a an appraiser. And so that was always my foundation to understand what is the true value of a property or of an asset or of a you know what a loan or 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 whatever the the you know the the tangible or intangible um instrument is or was um in in all in everything that comes with it you know the tax implications and and really understanding the numbers and then also going beyond that which we'll talk about in this hour um, how investors are whole people, and they they want to give to the world, and they want to be more. Hmm. As well as entrepreneurs. Yeah. I mean, someone doesn't have to be just be a real estate investor. It's also entrepreneurs yeah. that now have an opportunity in today's information age to give more and be more and 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 have higher standards. So. No doubt. Yeah. Now, w- once again, just to remind me, this is Daryl on the other line, correct? That's correct, Rob. I have the name right. Okay, this is Daryl and Angelina. Now, um, are you are you are you two are you partners in the business or or how's the um, set up the structure wise? Yeah, yeah I guess he, you could call bus- us uh, uh, <laughs> partners in the business. We have uh, various specialties and skills that uh, we each apply to uh, uh, to this business to this venture. Very cool. How about uh, your background? Some of Daryl's. Oh, go ahead. Go ahead. Sorry. Go ahead, Angelina. That's fine. It's a little bit of a delay, everybody, just so you understand. Um, Kind of talking over each other. I apologize for that. But uh, go ahead, Angelina. What were you about to say? Oh, I just wanted um, Daryl to speak about a little bit about his real estate background, whether it was development or contracts and the global business that he's done and still does. Okay, thanks, Angelina. 
Yeah, just a little bit about my background. Um, uh, I was in construction uh, at a very early age and also in the Air Force and had an opportunity to visit uh, all locations, almost all the locations around the world. And uh, through those contacts, you meet various um, um, business people, military people, uh, etc. And uh, and then I retired and got back into the construction end of it and found a need, very niche market need for uh, energy efficient um, homes and uh, coordinating all of this together. And uh, as Angelina mentioned, uh, some of these real estate deals were on the private side uh, that we would work specifically with the investor or the future owner to get them exactly what they want. So, and some of these people would want something very specific. So we'd have to go out there and do the research, find the latest technology, and then tie it all together. It's all in the coordination, isn't it? (laughs) You can have a lot of specialties and licenses, but if you don't coordinate properly, it doesn't matter what you try to do, it's not going to work out. That's probably the biggest part of that is just the ability to coordinate so many different things at the same time. Um, what were you about to say, Angelina? Oh, just that um, what we've learned over the years is that each person has a dream and a vision, not just with property but also with their life and how they would like to give their time. Well, true, yeah. And so I, I wanted to share a, a couple of stories Um if that's okay with you, I, I'm not sure if you have questions prepared or, or how you would like the no, our time we're, we're to proceed. No, we're doing fine. I like to just I, I like to just roll with it. If you've got more, please please do. Yes, please. Okay, okay. So um, in the last couple of, of transactions, we realized that the sellers or the buyers that need, they needed a little bit of comforting or guidance in the real estate transaction that, you know, when picking an asset to buy or let go of, that it was more than just the ROI or what they call the return on investment, that it was more than just the numbers or the cash flow. Um, There was also, especially with sellers, if they have invested, you know, their entire life in building a business or bringing together a real estate portfolio and they decide to sell to, to focus on philanthropic ventures, it's it's like raising a child and then letting that child go because the child's about to get married. It's it's there's a not just a financial shift that happens, but also an emotional shift because they they want to now give something to the world because they've they've had the the, the amazing opportunity to accumulate wealth and now they're at a place where and they could be aged you know in their 40s or 50s or 60s. It's 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 irrelevant the the age number, but they they now want to 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 do something else. And I think that's where Daryl and I had realized that, you know, there needs to be coaches out there or, or a service out there, like a one-stop shop, to, to help people that want to give to the world. And, and that is how the concept of legacy came about. A legacy okay. can be giving to a foundation or a charity, but it, it doesn't have to be monetary. It could be giving to, you know, whatever is personal to your heart, it, or what you want to look back on and remember, it, it may that fulfills your life. I mean, it, it's it's always very personal to the individual. Hmm. So I, I could even ask you, Rob, in, in this con- in this conversation, you know, what would you like to to fulfill in your life, or or what would you like to to be remembered for? 
we're actually going through some of that now. It's kind of weird that we're talking about this, but but we we uh, I have uh, I, I'm I'm actually in the middle of trying to start a nonprofit up in, up in New York, um, based along the Wounded Warrior concept. But it would be like a series of walks around the area, just for basically money that goes to help wounded warriors get to their um, therapy, because that's one big thing that's lacking right now these days. So it's funny you say that because everyone's goal is kind of the first goal is to make all your money. And then, like you say, you kind of move on to other goals. Now, you still want to make more money. You don't want to lose money. But at the same time, I know exactly what you're saying. I've talked to so many entrepreneurs, and at some point, they're serial entrepreneurs, and at some point, they're like, okay, I've proven I can make money. (laughs) Now, how can I give some of it back, or how can I, you know, where do I go from here? And it's kind of an interesting problem to have because most people would believe that, well, at that point, I would be fulfilled. And that's not what happens, is it? Right, absolutely. And, and Daryl can probably speak more about, you, you mentioned wounded warriors because of his background regarding the military. But what I have found is is when somebody reaches a certain financial point in life, let, let's call it, um, if there's a little A and a big A, like a, like a little circle and a big circle, the, the little circle represents, let's say, 10% of what we do or uh, the money we've made, the money we have. A big circle, let's call that 90%, is you know, what would we like to contribute in this right. world? And that's where our meaning comes. That's where our happiness comes. And I think people need it spiritually, but I think they also want it emotionally. I think it, it meets a need inside of them. Would you agree? Interesting. That's very, very much, yeah, that's that's great. That's good stuff. You're, you're, so you're kind of the, so a lot of, a lot of life coaches are pitching how they can help you get wealthy. You, you, you're, you're, you're telling them. So, you know, what do you, what can you do next? Like, you've kind of made it to this level, and you kind of come in after a, a life coach who is somebody who tries to. I mean, you're actually you're the same thing as every life coach. It's just a stage at which kind of you come into the game. Is that right? Well, yes and no. There, there was a conscious choice to have this coaching practice be more than performance and profits, because, as you know, in our Western culture, it's all about. Let's drink coffee and be super productive and got to do more and you got to stay busy. And then we don't stop and take the time to relax and reflect on what do we really want out of this life. And so the, the, the concept that I have is, yeah, 10% of our conversations can be about us doing and what we're going to do and how we're going to be productive and what type of numbers we're going to get. But then the other part of the conversation has to do with fulfillment. And, and it has to do with meaning because because I, I, you know, someone who already has the skill sets to go out and make more money, I, I don't need to motivate them. I think it, it are, the conversations I have with my clients have more to do in how they look at priorities and also them following through with their dreams and, and holding the vision that they have. It, it could be the work that they want to do or the work that they are currently doing, but I hold that vision and I help them hold that vision as critically important. Will you, so will you also take a customer who is in their more early sort of stages? In other words, you you know help them fulfill their dreams kind of before they've I don't know I guess made it is what I'm getting at. Or, or would your typical customer be some entrepreneur who's like you say a higher scale, higher income level type of customer? Is that mostly what you deal with? Well, um, I, I can answer the question this way. There are a number of clients who are, are who are high net worth and. And Daryl and, and will will comment on that in the moment in a moment, but 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 it does span the range. I think that my hope and my goal is 
to to only have 15 clients, so each client has the kit glove treatment, that individual attention. And gotcha. what we thought about, and, and, I'll, and I'll, I'll, I'll come full circle in answering that question fully, is we also want it to be a one-stop shop in that people are so busy, especially if they're entrepreneurs or self-made business people, executives, that we wanted to think about how could we add value where the client really benefits. And so we added the component of a concierge practice, and, okay. and then Daryl is the one that uh, handles that part of it. And maybe Daryl could speak a little bit about that. But, Rob, to answer your question, um, absolutely. Someone does not have to be high net worth in order to become a client. Right. Gotcha. Okay, interesting. Yeah. And I'll just jump in here. The the call we got today was regarding an individual on the uh, East Coast who has an investor, and it's it's year-end tax season for this uh, gentleman, so he has a million dollars that he has to either roll over or invest, and it's one of these panic phone calls. What can you find us right away that we can move this money out so we save taxes? And uh, then, of course, the question goes back, what is it you need? Is it uh, investment property? Is it, uh, you know, technologies that you want to invest in? You're looking for a decent ROI? Um, so these sort of conversations go back and forth. Had uh, mm-hmm. About two days ago, had a panic phone call. Oh, we need a flight overseas for this many people, et cetera. Uh, what can you do, you know, on short notice? So what we try to do is educate uh, the individual, the customer, in his requirements and then, through our connections, we call around and we try and make that happen. And, you, and sometimes these are one-off deals. Um, other times they're reoccurring things, and, and they're a long process. Uh, as Angelina mentioned, someone who's who's trying to achieve their legacy, they either know what they want and they need help and assistance, and uh, our connections are able to, uh, for instance, meet this, you know, put the seller and the the buyer or the inventor and the manufacturer together. Um, so it's it's that sort of concept or coordination that I provide here through uh, research and in uh, uh, putting the two parties together. It's all becoming clear to me now. So so the the word concierge actually, and then when you explain that sort of scenarios, I was like, oh, okay, now I get it. It's basically an upscale concierge, just like you said. <laughs> that's a very that's very cool because you know people. And, and here's the thing, sometimes it's hard to kind of put your hands around this stuff because it's like, you know, a lot of us have never had those kind of problems, you know, where it's like, oh, my God, I need a plane for 20 people. What do I do? What do I, you know, who's going to know until you've done it? And so so you get that phone call. That's very, very interesting. I love that. That's great. This is the first. Yeah, yeah the and, first. and to, to add that, um, the, the also the coaching, I'm sorry, the concierge component is to deepen the relationship with the coaching clients so that if they're busy executing their legacy or they're busy whatever it is they're doing and they call up and they say, gosh, can you send flowers to my significant other? Or I'm so busy, can you find the right private school for, for my, my child? And these are the, wow. the parameters that I'm looking at. It, it's, it's to deepen the relationship with the coaching client. And, and the coaching relationship could be six months. It could be six years. It, it just it all depends on where that that client is, and what they would like to do, and um, so so it, it's it's not just a, a luxury concierge service. 
the it's really supposed to be more so a coaching. Oh, hold on yeah. a second. My uh, from home today. My the <laughs> trick or treaters are are walking by. Oh yeah, oh um, yeah. I guess I have the ball out front with a sign on it, hoping they'll be honest. <laughs> <laughs> so so it, it's not intended to just be a luxury concierge service, but it, it's intended to support clients that want to do meaningful work and give to the greater good of, of humanity. It's not just for a client to throw the best birthday party in, in Las Vegas and invite the top DJs out of Europe, for example. We wanted to find clients that want to do good for the earth or do good for their fellow man or woman, and, and that would be the niche market. So some some of our clients are, are self-made executives that work on the private side with businesses compared to publicly traded companies. Wow. And it's supporting their latest technologies, their innovation, and whatever it is that they need to keep going. Very cool. Now, if you were, if somebody were to say, "Well, you know what? That sounds like I could. Um, that sounds like a fit for me." What would it would Would you recommend? Like, I, I I know from talking to you that part of the reason that you can kind of transition into this sort of, um, you know, expertise, if you will, or the environment or whatever, the sort of a higher scale type of world, would be because you had developed um, sort of skills about dealing with these things and being around these things and that you were building an upscale kind of a customer base in real estate. But if somebody said, hey, I want to do that too, is there any way that, um, I mean, you probably don't have time to train people, but is there a way to train to do what you guys are doing or is it just something that's just going to have to come the way it came? Well, I think, and Daryl can also add to that, I think that while we have dealt with high net worth clients, not all of our clients are at high net worth. And there's a misperception just because somebody has, wealth that they're not human. And and Daryl knows a number of his associates as well as clients that they could sit in their car and be really stressed out or be really worried or be concerned about what's going on in the world today, whether it's a, a one-off event that we hear about yeah. in the news or it could be that they really want to leave the world better and a better place to the next generation. And just because they're in their Bentley or Mercedes or on their yacht or, or private plane or whatever – doesn't mean that they're any less human or that somebody has to be super refined just to have a human conversation with them. Sure. Yeah. Right. Rob, I can I can give you some real-world uh, examples here of uh, situations or problems that have been presented to us. You know, use the example of New York and the watershed that you have up in upstate New York and Pennsylvania. Um, yeah. You know with what's happening there, and, and if we if you look down, if you project down the road, um, will there be sufficient supplies uh, uh, to you know to bring to those uh, those major cities in the future? You know, five, ten, fifteen years down the road, and these sure. are not problems that are just facing us here in North America, they're also facing overseas, uh, like we look at North Africa. And we're actually dealing with um, uh, an engineering uh, company out of uh, Egypt right now that is trying to bring fresh water to uh, some of these areas of the desert. And what we've done is, just just by connections and coincidence and by accident, is is we we know inventors who have various um, uh, equipment that can can bring, for instance, air-to-water generation systems. And we looked at this at the small scale, you know, for uh, North Africa, specifically for Egypt, so that they can have water in these areas and the irrigation and so forth. And they said, well, wait a minute, there's also a requirement 
here in um, in in California. So if we can set these units up uh, instead of desalination, because look at the cost of these desalination units right along the coast, yeah. oh, and they're yeah, enormous. Yeah. In, in yeah. the advancements and technologies that we have right now, we can produce 10,000 gallons a day on these economical systems and, and yeah. put them right in the local communities, and that's going to alleviate the pressure on the aquifers, you know, until such time as technology advances that we can, you know, get to the next stage and and have something that's cost effective. Wow, so that, those those real, are real real life uh, things that that we're dealing with right now. That is very cool. And you and you did mention that a particular area of New York, and they're they're actually talking about more ways of splitting up this aquifer. And, and just within the past probably five or six years, they've built about a half a dozen mini towers and I think it's partly security reasons and as well as as well as we just have to store more of it because as you said it's not being distributed properly at this point in time so and especially somewhere over where you you know in the middle of the desert I mean that's a no brainer if you can pull water out of the air that's a, that's a very interesting very interesting indeed um I'm glad you brought that uh brought that story up that's uh very cool. In fact, I want to even talk to you guys more about that. Maybe, maybe after the ha- Halloween, we can uh, get together and talk more about that because that, that's intriguing to me. I'm an engineer by heart, um, and so the little whole bit about the water producing that's that's very cool to me. But uh, so really, so really, what we have here is we have you guys are really the ultimate sort of sleuths, sort of troubleshooter, um, you know, problem solvers, probably researchers by heart. Um, and you know how to get along with people and coordinate the whole thing, and that kind of brings it all all together. I'm really, really, really glad that I got to meet you guys today, and um, we're down to four minutes, so we're going to move into the getting the email, web addresses and contact information out there. And so, um, sure. And I, I just wanted to share one last item. Sure. If is um in in the the final minutes and and that is that this December 10th through the 13th um Daryl and I are putting together an event in Arizona at the Miraval Resort and Spa and we'd like to invite 15 of your guests to be a part of this event and we've got a couple of guest speakers and I'm not sure what the what the demographics are of your audience since this this was set up through an associate this conversation today but the yeah. the price tag uh, to the event is is five thousand dollars, and we have a couple of guest speakers that have worked with four U.S. presidents and international cabinets. And somebody wow. again doesn't have to be high net worth to attend this event. But the qualifying right. factor is that they are serious about uh, contributing to this world and, and also being who they need to be. Um, and it and it and it rises above the salary that they make or the commission that they make or the title that they have. It, it rises above the superficial factors. And, and they get to connect with whatever their mission statement is, as well as being a you know a you know a change agent in this world. Absolutely, and the event is actually a very nice location. It's it's going to be a relaxed atmosphere. Um, nice. People will be able to get massages and other, and then uh, just through the networking and some of the coaching that we'll provide, and then introductions uh, to some of the latest technologies here. So it's not high pressure. It's a, a semi vacation and an opportunity to learn, uh, etc. Oh, it sounds like it's got a lot of value. That's fantastic. I'll I'll link back up with you guys after, and we'll see what we can do to get a crew down there. That's that's beautiful. I love that. And uh, you know, my my contacts and my crowd are pretty much all over the country, and see a little bit all around the world. So I mean, 
I mean, I'll put some feelers out there, and we'll get something going here for sure. I appreciate that. That's awesome. We're down to two minutes exactly, so give me some web addresses and such, guys. Sure. I, I'll be happy to be the point person, and I also wanted to add that one of the values that that Daryl brings or the value uh, that Daryl brings is when there is a client and they're not sure what they would like their legacy to be for this world mm-hmm. or in this lifetime, Daryl's uh, research skills come forward and he can put together um, options for them. Or Daryl, do you want to take 30 seconds and speak on this? No, that's fine. You go ahead and give the web address because I think we're cutting down on time okay. here. Okay. Uh, my web address. Okay, my web address. The the web address is dot com, and you could either go to slash. Uh, yeah, either that one is the main one, and then the December event at the Miraval Resort and Spa in Arizona is dot com forward slash legacy events, and Angelina is spelled A N G E L I N A, and then Carlton is spelled C A R L E T O N. And uh, they're welcome. My my email address is on the internet as well as my cell phone number, so I'm accessible. And again, it doesn't. Someone doesn't have to be high net worth. The qualifying factor is just that they want to be more than the money they make and the title that they have. I love it. I love it. Thank you guys so much for coming. Of course, I'll have links and bios and everything through robthrasher.com, through my cybervillas.com, as well as uh, as well as um, here on uh, blogtalkradio.com. Uh, so they won't be able to miss you guys. I can promise you that. We're down to 32 seconds, so we're going to call this. I thank you so much, both you guys, for coming. It was a wonderful discussion. Um, you have a fantastic company going there, and, and good luck and Godspeed to both of you. Thank you very much for coming on. Okay, thanks, Appreciate Rob. It, Rob. Yep. Thank you Take very care, much. Guys. Bye-bye. All right, bye-bye. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, avoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.